We're going to start something new for the channel today, and we're going to start doing our player draft profiles. And we're going to go through team by team and all their draft selections and who I can see them drafting in each one of those picks. And we're going to start off with number one with the San Antonio Spurs. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, NBA fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central, your number one spot for everything NBA related. And we're going to go ahead and start our player profiles gearing up for the draft. We got about 21 days until the draft. So I got to make it through 30 teams in 21 days. We'll see what we can do in that case. Uh, but we're going to start, of course, with the number one overall pick and the number one team with that pick, and that's the San Antonio Spurs. And so we're at number one. This is there's not any question here, right? And so we don't we don't have to question who's going to be selected at number one. It's going to be Victor Wimbiana, right? That is who they're going to select at this draft pick. And what they're getting with Victor Wimbiana is quite simply the new modern day big man. A player who can do it all, who can pass, shoot, score, defend. He's going to have to fill out his frame some, of course, at the next level. But the Spurs have lucked up once again, and they are getting a what is expected to be a generational talent at the number one position. And it goes to say a lot of how excited Victor Wimbiana was and the San Antonio Spurs were to get this player. The Spurs having one of the best developmental programs in all of sports, not just basketball, all of sports. And when you look at the number of talents that they've been able to develop and get the most out of in about a 25-year stretch when you really look at it. And so bringing in Victor Wimbiana, getting him at number one, he's the clear-cut number one option. There's not any question about it. Now, when we talk about the teams at the number two and three, that's when you start getting some flexibility of what they're going to do with that first round pick. But at least right now, for the San Antonio Spurs, it's Victor Wimbiana. There is no question about it right now, right? That's the player that you're getting at number one. And you're getting a player who's going to be the cornerstone of your franchise for the foreseeable future, for the next decade plus, right? And the Spurs being a team that build within, right? You have a coach in Greg Popovich, who reportedly is for what we've heard now, getting Victor Wimbiana has all, all but uh, assured he's going to actually stay around for a few more years to see that development. And it's, 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 that's just the power of having a player like Victor Wimbiana. You cannot understate just how if Victor Wimbiana even becomes 70% of the player that people think he's going to be, you're looking at a player that is going to be a cornerstone. Right, and one of the better players and more versatile players in the NBA for a while. And the fact of the matter is when you have somebody who's a big, who can pass, shoot, and score the way that Victor Wimbiana put the ball on the floor as well when he's dribbling, it makes it so much easier in the type of team that you can build around them. So while it's going to be a while, right, you have to look, you look at him potentially adding some bulk as well. I know he's already added some. He's going to have to add some more to be able to defend, stay healthy as well. You want to make sure you see that. But overall, Wimby is a player that, there is no question that you're drafting him if you have the number one overall pick. And luckily, the San Antonio Spurs got that. But they have other decisions to make. Uh, but getting Wimbiana, uh in the, at number one in this draft, I mean, it's 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 a, it's heaven sent for them. It's almost the, uh, the, the player to the right franchise that is just going to solidify them going back to being a contender. Probably, I would say, if Victor Wimbiana develops at the rate that people think that he will, right, uh, you're looking at a player that is probably going to, alone just by having by nature of having him you're going to be right back in playoff contention in in the next two or three years and then at that point depending on what you feel around him and just how well he develops right you're looking at a player that you probably get you near championship contention with the way that the Spurs draft and their coaching staff here sooner rather than later 
So Victor Wimbiana, the clear-cut number one for the San Antonio Spurs there, but they have two other picks in this draft, right? And they pick next at number 33. And looking at number 33, the player that I have them drafting is Marcus Sasser here. And this is a, a 6'2 point guard who played in Houston, a senior, somebody who kind of fits what, what the Spurs can do, somebody who they're going to get quality in their second-round picks. And for most teams, second-round picks are kind of hit or miss, right? But when you look at the Spurs and the, and the way they're able to, to, to draft and, uh, and scout, I really think that they're going to try to get a player that can fit in, especially when you look at the questions around Trey Jones, right? Do they end up keeping him? Do they let him walk if he gets a big offer sheet? You can get Marcus, Marcus Sasser in, and if anybody's going to develop him into a starting-level point guard, it's the San Antonio Spurs. When you look at his game, right, 6'2", point guard who can also play shooting guard, but again, that size at the next level may bring some questions there. A 6'7 wingspan. He's quick out on the perimeter. He's already developed a go-to shot with this step-back jumper, which you'll guys see here in these highlights. And, and having a go-to shot for a player that isn't the, the, the most athletic, right? He, he doesn't have the kind of out the jump-out-the-gym athleticism at all. But what he is is he's smart. He can create his own shot by using that step back. Um, he has NBA range on that shot as well. He has a quick, smooth release, so you really don't have to do too much work on that release. But he's also a willing passer and a willing facilitator in a Greg Popovich-type system. Is going to do big things for the San Antonio Spurs. So I'm looking at he's, not, he's, he's comfortable taking shots off the dribble. He can move left, right, front to back. I don't necessarily think he finishes around the rim well, and that goes to his, his lack of real athleticism but he still can do some finishing. His wingspan helps that. Um, defensively, you're going to have to uh, – he's an active defender, and I think that team defense is going to be a big thing on how, how successful he can be defensively at the next level. Um, and then sometimes he can, he can get a little shot happy. But, again, with what he was a senior, most of those things go through him. If he goes to the San Antonio Spurs, they're going to, I think, be able to coach him up there as well. Half-court offense is going to be his worst strength as well as far as getting to the rim in that. But when you look at you're already adding Wimbiana to that they have Devin Vassell down there as well um I like his his fit on the San Antonio Spurs team I also think that's probably he offers one of the best um you know values at the second round for a team like like the San Antonio Spurs he's a four-year uh, collegiate player so he's going to come in with a little bit higher level of basketball IQ you would hope for he can be a streaky shooter um again but if you get him working within the team flow you can coach that out of him as well and the perimeter defense he's going to get cooked sometimes on the uh, on the NBA level, but you already look like I said you're adding him to Victor Wimbiana, who's going to be a shot blocker. But and, and and so his lack of size and athleticism could be something that you can overlook. But I think he could be a really good get for the San Antonio Spurs at number 33. Now next up, number 44, their last pick, and this one is a guy that it could be a drafting stash, and it's more of a long term play here. But it's Tristan Vucevic, Vucevic, and so uh, Vucevic. I think that's how you say it. not Vucevic like. The Bulls player, but it's Vuk Sevic. I think it's how you pronounce it. He's a, a 6'11", 205-pound forward slash center out of Serbia. And you know the Spurs have typically done good with foreign-based players. Um, he played for Real Madrid. And so he's a player that, if you, you see in these highlights, he offers really a similar skill set to what you, like, skill set, not at all talent level, but skill set, a big who can put the ball on the floor, who can dribble, operates in space well. He's going to be a nice role man on the pick and roll and a pick and pop player as well. And I think when you look at the Spurs, they like getting that value in those foreign picks. And because it's two second round picks, I think they could go draft and stash at number 44. There's no, there's no, um, nothing saying that he'll for sure come over this year. 
Uh, the, the highlights that you guys see here is from the draft combine. So he's been there. He's working out. He's going to come to the NBA. He may come this year, but he may not. But this is a player that you may hear that the Spurs draft, and you may not hear his name for the first two years that he's in the NBA, one or two years he's in the NBA, because they're going to be having him down in the G League. They're going to develop him. And he can come in and be a nice backup for Victor Wimbiana long term and can even play next to him some. And if you look at having two, uh, well, one player over seven foot and a, and a 6'11 power forward that could play next to him or back him up, that can both pass, put the ball on the floor. Tr Tristan's dribbling at his size is a nice asset for his ability to get to the rim. Much like Victor Wimbiana, he's going to have to add some size to that frame. Uh, I worry about how the athleticism at the NBA level is going to affect him because he's not a hugely athletic player either, and some of the higher-level athletes could give him fits on the defensive side of the ball. But I think that this is a guy that the San Antonio Spurs can absolutely get at number 44 that still offers starting-level value eventually for your high-level role-player value long-term if you develop him correctly. And that's what you're looking at from second-round picks. You're not looking for necessarily picks that can come in and right away are going to kill you or kill the opposing team, but you're looking at players that offer the best value and that you can develop into. And especially, you know, as the NBA uses the G League more as a true developmental system, a player like Tristan Vukcevic can definitely be a player that you absolutely look at and can play, play off big for you. So those are players that I have the Spurs being on the Spurs radar. If you just look at some of the, the, the players outside of that in the second round that they can go to, those are kind of the ones that I mentioned, the two that I, I feel confident that fit the Spurs system, fit what they typically do. But you're looking at, like, Jamie Jasquez, again, uh, a small forward out of UCLA, another senior. He could be another one that they could get in that in that second round as well. Seth Lundy, another one, a shooting guard slash small forward, a wing that you can bring in, a senior out of Penn State. He's another one that the Spurs can also go out and get. But that's kind of what I'm looking at. Either it's going to be drafting stash or a senior that you can come in and get something away with right away. But let me know your thoughts. What do you think about those draft selections for the Spurs? Do you think I missed anything? Do you think they could be interested in anybody else in that second round? Let me know all that down below. But that's it for today. Make sure you follow the show at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 770-27, I'm sorry, yeah, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything NBA-related. I'm out here. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break. Break.